17 inches. Hi, everybody. Brian Sussman here. Brian Sussman Show podcast, Faith, Family, Freedom, 17 inches, just under a foot and a half. What in the world are you talking about, Sussman? Hey, by the way, great to be here. BrianSussman.com is the website. Facebook page, Brian Sussman Show. And for daily doses of inspiration on Instagram, Brian Sussman Show, 17 inches. Some of you have probably seen this post before. And my guess is when you've seen this on social media, you've said to yourself, man, I got to save this. I got to make it a copy. I, I got to share it with somebody. It, it's one of those stories that just sort of excites you. It gets the brain matter between the ears buzzing in a certain sort of way that's enjoyable, thought-provoking, intriguing. And that's where I'm going in this podcast, 17 inches. Now, we're going to go back in time. We're going to go back in time to 1996, January 1996, Nashville, Tennessee, Opryland Hotel, 52nd Annual ABCA Convention. That's a, the American Baseball Coaches Association Convention. 4,000 baseball coaches from all over the United States descending upon Nashville for their big deal. So, breaking from the post for just a moment, the guy who's writing this is in line and there's a name he keeps hearing over and over and over. Keeps resurfacing with the same sentiment. John Scalinas. People are saying, boy, John Scalinas is going to be here. John Scalinas is going to be the speaker. This is going to be fantastic. It's going to be worth every penny of my airfare. So, you're probably wondering, just like, I was, as I read this post, who the heck is John Scalinas? In 1996, John Scalinas was 78 years old, five years retired from a college coaching career in baseball that began way back in 1948. So here's this Scalinas guy. It's his time to speak during the course of the weekend. He comes to the stage, huge standing ovation. He's got on uh, a nice, some nice slacks. He's got on a light blue shirt. And a, a string or a rope, sort of, around his neck, from which hung a home plate. No, a full-sized, stark white home plate. The kind you would use on a baseball diamond. So the guy writing the post says, who is this guy? He spoke for 25 minutes and he never once mentioned the prop hanging around his neck. After a period of time, coaches started to snicker and everyone was noticing this. It's like, a, it's like the, the elephant in the room. The guy's wearing a, a baseball home plate around his neck. But even those who knew the coach and had heard him speak before was wondering, where is he going with this? Or... Had he forgotten that there was a home plate around his neck? I mean, he's never said anything from the first moment he got on the stage. And then finally, finally, he said this. You're probably all wondering why I'm wearing home plate around my neck. Everybody started to laugh. Yeah, we were kind of wondering. He said, I may be old, but I'm not crazy. 
The reason I stand before you today is to share with you, all of you baseball people, what I have learned in my life. What I've learned about home plate in my 78 years. So he then asked the question, do you know how wide home plate is in a little league? There was a pause. And then someone shouted from the back, 17 inches? Kind of a question, really. More than an answer, it was a question. 17 inches? And Scalino said, that's right. That's right. 17 inches. Then Scalino went on to say, how about Babe Ruth's day? Way back when Babe Ruth was playing baseball. Any coaches in the house? Another long pause. And there was another coach who said, 17 inches? And Scalita said, that's right. That's right. Right. Now, how many high school coaches do we have in the room? And of course, you know, hundreds of hands shoot up. How wide is home plate in high school baseball, guys? 17 inches. This time they said it with confidence. Wasn't a question. It was confidence. 17 inches. Scalitos barks out, you're right. <laughs> Just like, you're out. <laughs> you're right. And you college coaches, how wide is home plate in college? And in unison, everybody in the house, 17 inches. We got any minor league coaches here? How wide is home plate? We're talking professional baseball now, guys. Home plate, 17 inches. And in the majors, how wide is home plate in the major leagues? And everybody in unison, 17 inches. And Scalino's confirmed it himself, 17 inches. He really, really decidedly remarked syllable by syllable, 17 inches. And what do they do with a big league pitcher? who can't throw the ball across that 17 inches. <laughs> there was a pause. And Scalino said, they send him to Pocatello. <laughs> Lots of laughter, you know, Pocatello, Idaho, minor leagues. <laughs> what they don't do is say this. Now, this is Scalino talking. What they don't do, okay, they, they take the pitcher in the pros, who can't get the ball over that 17-inch plate, and they send him down to Pocatello. They don't say this, Scalino said. They don't say, ah, oh, that's okay, Jimmy. If you can't hit a 17-inch target, we, we can make it 18 inches, or maybe 19 inches. We'll make it 20 inches, so you have a better chance of, of, of making that mark. And, you know, after a while, if, if you can't do that, we'll make it wider. Maybe, maybe 25 inches. He was making a point. This was 1996. And then he paused. He looked at the audience because he had everybody in the palm of his hand at this point. And he said, coaches, what do we do when our best player shows up late to practice? Or when our team... And the team rules forbid 
the guys to do certain things. In this particular instance, he was saying forbid facial hair or a guy to show up unshaven. I mean, back in the day, this is 1996. Yeah. Nowadays, these guys are these guys are in the majors with, with beards that look like they could be a duck dynasty. Okay, but continuing, Scalino says, what if he gets caught drinking? Do we hold him accountable? Or do we change the rules to fit him? Then he said, do we widen home plate? 4,000 people in the house Everyone was completely quiet. He was, you know, hitting a home run at this point, pun intended. Finally, finally, he takes that home plate that's been around his neck the entire time, the 17-inch home plate, and pulls out a Sharpie and starts to draw something. And then he turns to the crowd and holds up the plate. He drew a door and two windows on the home plate. A door and two windows. He had taken the home plate and inverted it so it was now in the shape of a house and he had drawn a door and two windows. He said, this is the problem in our homes today. This is the problem with our marriages. This is the way we parent our kids with our discipline. We don't teach accountability to our kids. There is no consequence for failing to meet standards. Instead, we just widen the plate. Whoo, man. 1996, friends. Then he pointed to the top of this house. It was home plate, turned so that it looked like a house with a little door he drew in the two windows. And he was able to take out a small American flag, which was able to be fashioned on to the home plate. He'd been thinking about this for a while. He was, he was well prepared for this moment. And he said, this is the problem in our schools today. The quality of our education is going downhill fast. And teachers have been stripped of the tools they need to be successful and to educate and discipline our young people. We're allowing others to widen home plate. And where is that getting us? Now think about this. This audience, these are coaches, many of them high school coaches, and those high school coaches oftentimes are often teachers in the schools. Man, was this guy hitting the mark. And then he replaced that flag with a cross. He goes, this is the problem in the church. Where powerful people in positions of authority have taken advantage of young children only to have such an atrocity swept under the rug for years. Our church leaders are widening home plate for themselves and we allow it. And there are so many problems in, in, uh, in churches. Listen, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, of the church. 
as proposed by Jesus in the Bible. But we know that the churches are run by humans and we humans are completely imperfect. And sometimes we let foxes in the hen house, perhaps totally accidentally, and those foxes have wreaked havoc. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. We don't throw out the church. It's not like you throw out the baby with the bathwater, but I'm just telling you, oftentimes we've let people, people slide and get away with a lot of bad stuff, even in a church. We've done the same thing in these schools. We let the administration, we let the teaching staff oftentimes get away with a lot of crappy stuff when it comes to education. We know exactly what's happening nowadays in our schools and the agenda that's being taught to our kids. And you may be thinking, well, not my school. My school's great. Well, I'll bet your school is probably brand new or pretty darn new and you got the turf field and it all looks great from the outside, but what they're teaching on the inside may be absolute garbage. Oh, but my kids go to a Christian school. Oh, really? They do? Okay, well, that's... That's interesting. What are they teaching in that Christian school? These college, these, these young teachers coming out of college from these very liberal college institutions and the worldview that they have oftentimes, oftentimes is not appropriate for a Christian school. I'm just saying, and I'm sorry to diverge from the script here. But this guy is, this is a 1996 speech. And I'm going to continue. I'll go right back to the script. He said, it's the same with our government. Our so-called representatives make rules for us that don't apply to themselves. They take bribes from lobbyists in foreign countries. They no longer serve us. And we allow them to widen home plate. We see our country falling into a dark abyss while we just watch. 1996, friends. Let me diverge from the script one more time. Earlier this week, I did a podcast. This is for a, uh, it's a radio station in northern Arizona. It's a show I do every Friday there on KAZM. It turns into a podcast every week. Uh, the podcast can be found at our website called straighttalksedona.com. Straighttalksedona.com. We spoke with a wonderful congressman. Eli Crane is his name. He's a first-term Republican congressman from Arizona. This is a guy who was a uh, Navy SEAL, did many tours as a combat Navy SEAL. He was going to college in 2001 when 9-11 occurred, and he decided, I'm going in. Became a Navy SEAL, did many tours of duty, got out of the SEALs. You may have seen him on that show Shark Tank. He was the guy that uh, had a bottle opener, a bottle opener uh, made of spent uh, bullet shells and he got funded and he built a company out of that. Then he ran for Congress. He's in his first term. This guy is, he's a good man. He's a really good man, hard worker, but he is so disgusted with the scene in Washington, DC. He's on the Homeland security committee and Homeland security deals with things like the border. You talk about widening the home plate. You know, we used to have, we, we have the, we had the best 
and most sane immigration laws in the country. We made it easy for people to get in here, but there were certain, we, first, we need to know who you are. We needed to know why you want to come into this country. And we wanted to make sure when you came into this country, you would not be a burden. You would not be a welfare case. You were going to be a contributor to our society. Now we've literally just widened home plate. There is no home plate. Just come on in. This guy's on the Homeland Security Committee. I asked him, I said, when you're in this Homeland Security Committee and you have Democrats on the committee, these liberal Democrats, and, and you're talking to them about, and you're showing them photographs and, and stories and videos of the fentanyl coming across the border and the methamphetamines coming across the border and the child trafficking and the child prostitution and the bad people from bad places coming here from the Middle East and coming from China and, and, and coming here without any identification, but you're able to figure out who they are. And in fact, they're very, very, very bad people. When you share that with your Democrat colleagues, what do they say? And he said, this is the difference between the Democrat Party and the Republican Party. The Democrats are all on the same talking points. They're all completely unified. They don't answer the questions. Instead, they go right to white supremacy and gun control. White supremacy, gun control. When it comes to our border here in the United States of America, the home plate, that 17-inch home plate, is it's not 18 inches, 20, 25. There's no home plate. Come on in. And that's what this gentleman's talking about. Mr. Scalino, John Scalinos, in this 1996 address to the American Baseball Coaches Association. But I'm not done and I'm going to continue here. The person writing this says this. I was amazed at a baseball convention where I was expected to learn something about curveballs and bunting and how to run better bases. I learned something more valuable from an old man with a home plate around his neck. I learned about life, myself, my own weaknesses, about my responsibilities as a leader. I had to hold myself and others accountable to that which I knew to be right, lest our families, our faith, and our society continue down an undesirable path. Scalinos concluded, he said, if I am lucky, you will remember one thing from this old coach today, and it's this. If we fail to hold ourselves to a higher standard, a standard of what we know to be right, if we fail to hold our spouses and our children to the same standards, if we are unwilling or unable to provide a consequence when they do not meet the standard, if our schools and churches and government fail to hold themselves accountable to those they serve, there is but one thing to look forward to. And with that, he held home plate out in front of his chest and turned it around, this white home plate that had been set up in the, in the form of a house, because you know what home plates look like, with a little door and the windows and the American flag, and then, well, he turned it around. And it's dark black. There's one thing to look forward to. He turns it around and he said, we have dark days ahead. 
Now, Coach Scalino's died in 2009, age 91, touched hundreds of lives, players, coaches, parents. His message to coaches was always clear. Coaches, keep your players, no matter how good they are, your own children, your churches, your government, and most of all, keep yourselves at 17 inches. My friends, we've widened the plate in America. We've widened the plate in our schools. We've widened the plate in our churches. You know, I talked about wolves in sheep's clothing in the churches. Can I tell you something? There are a lot of churches with all the problems going on today. And I don't mean to mad, uh, bad talk my brothers or sisters in the Lord. I don't want to bad talk about them, but I'm just saying there are issues today. Case in point. I was on a video call this morning. It's a video Bible, international Bible study that I'm a part of on Zoom every Saturday morning. And we had some brothers in Nigeria uh, just talking to us about the scene in Nigeria. It's an absolute war. One of these guys, his, his wife's uncle and her nephew had been kidnapped by Fulani Muslims. Um, there was a ransom. All of us in the group were praying for them this week. And... Uh, very unusual. Generally speaking, if these gr groups can't get the ransom, they kill the people. They couldn't get the ransom, they didn't kill the people. We were elated. But they were talking about this scene in Nigeria where the Christians are under attack. Another brother there uh, is, is, has business in Uganda. He was telling us about the situation in Uganda. Another brother in this call had as business in South Africa. He was talking about how South Africa is just, it's being turned upside down. It's a war zone. Uh, the African continent is in turmoil. It doesn't make the news here. It doesn't make the news. The world is going to hell in a handbasket and churches just aren't talking about this. And then you look at the, the whole uh, sexuality movement in this country. Churches aren't talking about it. We've widened the plate in the church and in our schools. Oh my gosh. The quality of education our kids getting are getting right now is pathetic. It's and what are they doing? They're widening the plate. They're widening the plate. They're making it easier, for example, to, to pass the SAT. They're making it easier to pass any rudimentary course. And it's, it's all the easier because cell phones are allowed in the classroom and kids can, well, as, as high school friends of mine who are teachers have told me, it's real easy to cheat these days because you got cell phones and we can't take them away. And if the kids during the course of a test want to touch their cell phone in most school districts, you can't stop them. So there's cheating, there's this, there's that. And the, the, the sexual things that are done on those cell phones in the schools, including junior high, horrid. We've widened the home plate. Now, how are we going to fix this, friends? It starts one man, one woman at a time. We've just got it. We've got to stand to our principles. What did, what did he say here? I'm going back to the script. What did he say? We have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. 
a standard of what we know to be right, if we fail to hold our spouses and children to these same standards, if we're unwilling or unable to provide a consequence when all of these around us do not meet the same standard, if our schools and churches and government fail to hold themselves accountable to those they serve, dark days ahead. I'm praying for this country. I'm praying for our families. I'm praying for our schools. I'm praying for our churches. And I know as a listener to this podcast, you're doing the same thing. BrianSussman.com, Brian Sussman Show. Daily doses of inspiration. Oh gosh, we could use some inspiration right now. Just go to my Instagram feed and you're gonna get you're gonna get jacked up on on Jesus. I promise. Brian Sussman Show. Thanks for listening, my friends. Until next time. <laughs>